and welcome to the latest episode of the Online Warriors podcast. And uh, actually, happy Groundhog Day. Isn't this coming out on Groundhog Day? Did I just have that it realization is? like live? Do you like, think I just realized Punxsutawney Phil is going to see his shadow? No, absolutely. I mean, the, we're going to have more. It's winter. a scam. It's just so much more winter. Groundhog Day is a scam. Can I? Can we? Look, we're coming in hot this week. This week, like I don't even care. We're we're thirty seconds in. Groundhog I'm Day. I'm a six. Is a scam. I, yeah, I'm not even going to introduce us. What you is know it scamming? Is it trying to get you to buy more groundhogs? It's not real, man. I I don't know what. It, that's that's a really good question. I don't know what it's like scamming us into, but it's not real. It's made up. The groundhog. All there's always six more weeks of winter. Like, can we check the stats on this? Has there ever not been six more weeks of winter? Is this like some weird? It, like it's children's it's, it's game that i'm still ways. falling for you're absolutely incorrect it's fluctuated both ways you just got hurt by a groundhog at some point so you're salty wait so what is it? if he sees his groundhog. shadow that means that it's, there's six he, more yeah, weeks he, yes correct because he goes back well he sees his shadow i see it's weird but that's weird right there because like, if he sees if his shadow sunny, guess, guess what that, that means mean the sun's spring out. is coming yeah right but it, i think what happens is he sees his shadow and uh and he gets scared and he goes back in. Okay, so I'm on Wikipedia. All right. Uh, statistics. Punk's Tony Phil. Okay, this is... He's the, he's the one. Like, there's there's a bunch of groundhogs, obviously, but he's, like, the main groundhog. There in has Punks to Tony, be multiple Punk's Tony Phil. It's Philip the fourth. Like, there's no way it's he the ha- same he, groundhog for all this time. He has predicted... And yeah, there is no way, because he's predicted 103 forecasts for winter <laughs> and 17 for an early spring. Yeah, he's and in the pockets of big winter. Like, he's in the pocket he has to be i don't under, again i don't understand who's benefiting from this the maybe like the farmer's company. almanac people i i, I, I have company. no idea i'm telling you why would it be why the people hear winter winter storm they uh make no, a run oh, like paper. The bre- no 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 i'm sorry the that's, bread, and, that's, bread and milk company bread yeah milk. the bread and milk companies dairy farmers big bread and milk i mean at this point i'm willing to take that as truth because i just like and the, by the way this happens every year i'm sure if we rolled the tape back to our last groundhog day episode I'm sure I complain in exactly the same way. Like this is probably people are hearing this and going, "Yeah, we know you already you hate Groundhog Day." <laughs> like, I, and I don't I don't hate Groundhog Day, but I just like I, I don't know. Want it might be understand. he might say, he, "Hear me out." He might now that everyone's like working from home and that's like a thing. He might say, "You know what? Spring's coming, but I'm still gonna chill in the den because I got my laptop set up." Okay, no, actually though, hear me out. I feel like he never, even if he wants to not see his shadow, he doesn't have a chance because now we have all of the media people flashing their little cameras at him. Big media. Flashbulb. Yeah. Like that poor guy, he doesn't stand a chance. He's being held up just, like baby Simba at Pride Rock. <sighs> and I can I can read through this on my own time. But like, it's one of those situations where you're like, how did we get here? Like at one point where people like, hey, let's see let's let's watch this groundhog come out of a hole hear me out it makes perfect and and draw conclusions from it like i just don't even what it's, it's like crazy. you know winter's coming hear me out you know winter's coming because the birds start flying south observing nature to get a feel for the climate is actually something we've been doing for a long time i'm just well, picturing fine. though the, some poor schmuck like a hundred years ago Going into a poor gr- groundhog's hole just and just shaking it, no, and just like grabbing him by the feet and dragging him out and holding him up to the sun. Let me see your shadow. I think I it don't was know why too, I'm, I'm dying over here. <laughs> I think it was two drunk people, like just sitting in lawn chairs, and a, and a groundhog happened to come out and scurry back into his hole, and one of them turned and they were and said, You know what that means, right? Let's add that. They were actually blasted, 
And and the, and one of them said, "Oh, that means there's six more weeks of winter." And the other person just believed him, and that's how it started. Like I I don't. If you want, like the point you made, Tyler, yeah, about, I agree with you hundred percent. It's a great point. Way. It's always someone's grandfather along the way says something ridiculous just to like right. shut their kid up, so to speak. It's, <laughs> and then it, it gets well, what, passed what it down is, from generation to generation. It's it's an old wives' tale that has gotten completely out of control. Like I I think we have to accept that because. What you said about the birds makes sense. You know, when the birds leave, that means it's going to get cold. Or at least, like, it's gonna, the weather's going to be bad in some way. Well, guess what? You can, you can take that and revert it. When the birds come back, spring is coming. Where does a groundhog come into the equation at all? Like, I don't even... Like, groundhogs probably do fine. There's when easier they to come catch out. than birds. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not as fast. I don't know. We're not going to talk about this the whole time. Happy Groundhog Day, I guess. Like, that, I think that's where we are online warriors podcast policy on groundhog day is we don't get it we don't support it but you're free to celebrate uh, however you however you see fit uh watch, watch the groundhog if you want i mean i'm sure i'll hear what happens so so the joke's on me we'll have to wait and see i mean we're recording this on on monday so right now we're just we're waiting with bated breath to see what punxatani phil does we have a lot to talk about today uh we have some bad news for you about wordle that's that that's me objecting my opinion into the headline but i'm gonna go ahead and do that because i think it's objectively true we'll get to that in a second we have to talk about halo the tv show because we got a a trailer for that that is not just basically a picture of master chief so there's something to be well there's a lot of things to be discussed there and then we're gonna stick it stick to halo land kind of and talk about uh bungie because if you didn't hear the big news about bungie well you're going to let's dive in though with, with What's you know? I've, I already have my like ranting energy up from Groundhog Day, so so let me just squirm wanna... in the Rock real quick. Another piece of news, right? Go ahead. Is that the Rock announced he's going to be in a video game, and we don't even really need to talk to talk about it at nauseum. I'm just going to say it right now, just so it's recorded and it's locked in. Gears of War, that's the game. Don't even counterpoint me. Y'all know I'm right. Is it okay? Can I ask like two follow up questions? I know we're pressed for time because I just wasted like six minutes on the groundhog. Okay, will it be rated R? No, PG thirteen. PG thirteen. Okay, Uh, I feel like it'll be like because the because I mean the games were like rated R big time. Like he was, they were like they were like chainsawing people. I I never played the the Gears of War games. I like I think I played through one of them all the way. I think I might have finished one of them, and I was like that was pretty good. And then I like I just stopped. Question two. Do you think he's? Do you think it's Gears of War just because The Rock is bald? I think it's Gears of War because everyone saw it coming a mile away, and be, not because and The and Rock is bald, is. but because The Rock is big. Yeah, he's a big. He's a big dude. And Did you th- see, by the way, the, the video of his head steaming? Did you guys see this? He posted a video. Oh. Is that a second? He must have been like, no, no. This is. I'm. This is not facetious at all. This is a thing that actually happened. Like, if you go on his Twitter, it's probably still there and like very recent. This was like yesterday or the day before. Like. He posted a video and I was, I didn't have the sound on, so I don't know what he was saying. It was just him talking. I don't know if it was intentional, but his head, the top of his head was literally, there was steam coming off of it. So if that's, you know, if that's what you're into, go, go, go check that video out, I guess. But yeah, it's probably because he's big and all the guys in Gears of War are big. Either way, we saw this headline, Tactic, I mean, just absolutely sniped it. Like I, I saw the headline and was like, hmm, and Tactic was like, it's Gears of War. And I was like, it's Gears of War. Like it's one of those things you can't. It's a point you can't argue. It's, it's like the sky. Yeah, is blue. It's, it's an Aristocats Jamie Fox point. It's an Aristocats Jamie Fox point. Thank you so much for for saying that. Let's talk about Wordle because 
look, I'm going to, you know, this is another behind the scenes moment of online warriors. We have a discord where we talk regularly. We don't just meet up once a week and, you know, we obviously we catch each other up on a week, but we, we have a sense of what each other is doing because we have discord and we talk on discord and on the discord, we have a number of channels and we reached a point due to all the score sharing where a distinct channel was made for wordle and the channel name is uh, wordle because the only thing that goes in there are wordle results we are we are the three of us are daily players i'm currently on a hot streak by the way you are on i a have hot streak I, I think i have three or four threes in a row that's for me that's an accomplishment of titanic proportions but needless to say we're all very into it I, I mean i don't know did you guys watch lingo on gsn back in the day because that's what this is oh my by the way. gosh I totally like, forgot about pull, that. Way to unlock a like, memory let, that I forgot I had. No one remembers it because everyone's like, wow, this is I a new and original thing. I don't even know what it is. It's 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 Wordle. It's just they made it. It's a game show. And in, instead of doing it by yourself, you're with two people. And uh, Chuck Woolery is the host. And it was on GSN for like, honestly, like a number of years. Like it, it was not altogether unpopular. It was like people watched it. Honestly, and this now is it's a gone. shout out to GSN. If you don't have game show network in your life or never did i'm so sorry like they're game shows that you would never hear of otherwise they're so random but they're so fun we used to watch there was this one called chain reaction i believe oh i do that was an amazing game show ball breakers i believe is actually what it was called it was either ball breakers or ball busters and it was just it was just nine ball pool that's all it was that's what the game show was but it was a great show shout out to gsn guys all good things must come to an end not not that gsn is over but you know how Wordle is is a phenomenon right now, and it's viral, and it's you know most importantly free. Well, the gray lady came in and said no to that. She said nay, and uh, yeah, the New York Times has purchased Wordle from the original designer, and I'm gonna name check him here uh, because he deserves it. Wordle, uh, and is also his name. yeah, his his last name is Wordle. I'm trying to track down it's Josh Wordle. He used to work for Reddit, Brooklyn-based software engineer. He has sold Wordle to New York Times for what is reportedly a low seven figures. And uh, I want to read this statement from the New York Times because to me it is objectively hilarious. Actually, this is this is per the article from CNN, I should say. Wordle purchased for, the, for a price the Times described as being in the low seven figures will initially remain free to new and existing players. Initially. Which means not for long. <laughs> like, That's so it's just, sad. It's, it's the worst. It's the worst. I, like oh what if this was paywalled cool it's the kind of thing where not only am i like as a player i'm mad about this right because it means i'm not going to get to play it for much longer and i enjoy playing it. i play it every day when i brush my teeth that's when i do it it's, switch, it, it can become Loodle. part of a routine you can switch to loodle uh, see, that's to too hard on because podcast. you only we're not yeah you're you're only good at it if you're perverted <laughs> no but you can only like you can't guess regular words you can only guess lewd words and my vocabulary is just apparently not good enough i thought i was immature enough to be good at it but i'm just not yeah i just i guess there is i guess penis like six times and then i lose someone tweeted i think it was last week there was a stretch of words that Wordle was doing that someone was like, the person who's making the Wordles is really horny this week. Like there was like uh, there was perky and there was mount and there was a lot of like, if you wanted to like make those words like, you know, little, little Randy, it, it would be pretty easy to do. This is the worst. This is, this is the absolute worst. I hate it. And it makes, like I said, it makes me mad as a player, but it also makes me mad as like, like a thinking person because 
I don't know what the New York Times is. This is going to die. It's going to kill this. Oh, absolutely. That's my opinion. Like it, it's it is this, this will as soon as this gets paywalled, it's going to be dead in the water, and no one's going to do it. Like, well, like the thing that was cool about Wordle, and maybe you guys found it different, but like for me, I really liked how simple it was. There were no ads. There was nothing flashy. It was just you know it's you minimalist. Went, yeah, you went to this website. It took maybe depending on how long it took you to guess the word, five minutes to an hour of your day you know, play a game, get your brain moving a little bit, broaden your horizons and your vocabulary, and then you move down till the next day. And it all had us hooked. I mean, it was so simple. It advertised right. itself by sharing your results. It wasn't, I mean, I'm sure for the guy who ran it, like the server cost must have been astronomical once it blew up. Well, but yeah, it's right. And like, admittedly, how, like the question of how do you monetize this is a difficult so, one because it's, it's it not. should be monetized. They're never they're never going to make you pay directly for Wordle. Wordle itself will not be what you're paying for. What you're gonna what they're gonna do is they're gonna say, "Hey, this app, so to speak, is now on our website, and when you subscribe to all access to the New York Times, it's included." Right, right. Because don't they do that no, with sure, a crossword? They like, do, yeah. You can and in a couple get, other like, word games. I thought you could only get like one crossword a week and the rest are all under paywall. I could be so wrong. It's something like that. But but my point is like... It, Imagine it is only a having question. like one wordle a week. Imagine that world. Oh, it's just... It's an absolute dystopian nightmare. But just like put a little... Like I know you're right, Nerd Bomber, about like the minimalist like appeal of it. And like it's, a, it's just the boxes, that's it and everything. And it advertises itself. But like... They want to make money somehow. I understand that. I totally get that. This is that's the world we're living in. Put a banner ad there and let us keep doing it. You'll make your money. You'll make a lot of money, probably. Even just with one banner ad, you probably would. And let us keep doing it. Like like that's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem with you walking up behind a paywall. Like I just I, I, I don't know. It's hard to even. I'm just angry. You know, <laughs> websites like Wordle, it, they generate this this community of people that everyone has access to, and we're gonna lose that. And it makes me sad because, one, people aren't going to come. It's going to become exclusive. And two, I just thought of a new community and, like, I'm afraid to do it because it'll get ruined by the world. But, like, I, the other thing, the other question I have, which it's not can to make us money, it's answered. to build a community. And that's my point is all good things should be about community and that's it. Get your grubby fingers off it. Can Wordle be copyrighted? Like, can... It's so simple an idea. Can't someone else just go and make like wordy and it's the same thing? Well, like there is. I'm sure they can't. So there's actually already like Wordle lookalikes that have popped up. I actually sent one to you guys a while back because yeah, Wordle. That's the one you can replay. Yeah. Right. Wordle oh. has one puzzle a day, whereas I, I have to look and I'll, I'll share it in the notes or something but the, this other website you can have like multiple and instead of playing to get the the single word of the day it's all randomized and then you're playing to get a streak but something about that like the community of us all going after the same word yeah was magical there's there, there's a, there's a togetherness but there's also like a i mean let's be absolutely clear here whenever i'm playing wordle my number one goal is to look smart to my friends that's the number one goal the number one goal is be good at this and be better at this than the people that I know. That is, and that that is what gives it its power. I totally agree. Also, no, a note on that: the one you just talked about, the one, the link you're going to share. I'm pretty sure it doesn't work anymore. 
because oh. I, when I, when I, and I, they probably like blasted it for copyright or something because when I went back, I, I, I think I might've, I either tried to pin that link or I, I, I just kept going back and finding it because I would play one wordle and I'd be like, I want to play more wordles and I would go back and find it. So thank you first of all for sending that in our discord, but I'm pretty sure it's, it's I'm pretty sure it's no more. Like well, I think I'm the sure last time I tried to open it, it was just, yeah. Now that the New York times has the legal teams cr- cracking down. The legal yeah, team it, is just like, nope. Yeah. Which again, it's just, uh, it brings a tear to my eye and not, not like a happy tear, uh, a sad tear. Like pour one out for, for Wordle. I, I, I do think this is it. I, I give it a month, maybe six weeks and it'll be, it'll be like it never happened, which is a bummer. It's a huge bummer. Is there, is there more to be said about this or should we just move on? I think we should just probably move on. Cause that's, I don't even think that's an opinion. I, I think that's just straight up what's going to happen. Yeah. That's all I got. Makes me sad. But you should be encouraged to make a website of your own that you find a passionate for and uh, have it fade into obscurity for many years. And then all of a sudden, who knows what will happen? So be creative, folks. Right. You might make seven oh, figures. Oh, no, Wordmaster. It still works. I'm on Wordmaster right works. now. For everyone I don't know interested, why it, Google it, Wordmaster. Maybe they took it down to like soup it up because so many people were using it or something. Because I was like two days ago, I went to do it and it was down and I was really bummed out about it. So I'm glad it's still up. Put it in the show notes, I guess, like you said you were going to do. Spread spread the good word. Fight fight the good fight against the New York Times. I don't have a problem with the New York Times, but I have a problem with what, with, in this instance, with what they're doing. The Halo trailer. We all watch this. There's a lot to digest here. So why don't we, why don't we give it a shot? I'm going to come in guns blazing, as I often do, with a take that may be incorrect based on development timelines, but I do not care. Someone at Paramount Plus saw the Mandalorian and was like, hey, <laughs> we need something like the Mandalorian. We need a guy in a helmet who you don't see, who talks in a certain way, and who is very badass. And someone no, was like, like, I know a, just this, CIP this for is, that. This is, this is a lukewarm take. This is, this, is, this is weakly founded, in my opinion. I mean, just call it cold if you, if, if you want. I thought they were... This was actually, I believe, linked to Showtime a long time ago. It was either Showtime or Stars, And then that never got off the ground. And then it pivoted to Paramount+. Plus. So I think this has I mean, been in the a, works for a while, but it never never happened. There was a Peter Jackson movie in development like way back when. I mean, Halo's been kicking around basically since the game came out as, as a movie or a show or as some kind of property. I'm just saying that depending on the production timeline, not necessarily the development timeline... In production, I have to believe they were like, just make it like the Mandalorian. See, like, here's I, I don't know. That's the vibe I got immediately. Here's my take: we're we're coming off the heels of the age of comics, right? People are starting to get winded of it, and we're putting on new a new set of heels, or, or I guess our stilettos of sorts. Loose weight juice for the age of video games, right? We're seeing the Uncharted movies, we're seeing The Last of Us. And they're all these large franchise games. So Mass Effect. Yeah. Mass Effects. Halo it was inevitable, right? It had nothing to do with The Mandalorian. It was just, it's it's time has come. And here we are. I mean, I'm honestly surprised it didn't happen sooner. Do you guys remember back when the yeah. Xbox One came out, they were like, Microsoft was super heavy into TV to the point where Quantum Break, yeah. like it had the TV show embedded in it and you couldn't play the game without watching those episodes in between missions. Yeah. Like, I'm honestly yeah. surprised. Like, I thought for sure that was Microsoft's gateway into making a Halo TV show. I am I'm very bothered by the voice because it's not like that, it's that's not right. the problem with these sorts of things. It's not right. Like, th- don't get me wrong. They clearly tried and they got close. 
But honestly, the fact that they got close and didn't hit it almost makes it worse. I couldn't like, agree just, with you more. Not so much with the voice, but that the fact that everything seems so close yet kind of off. Like my biggest thing that I hated, especially in this trailer, was Cortana. I mean, they actually did get the real voice actor for this, though. Right. I was say, she, she sounded. She looked. She, she sounded right. She sounded right, but she looked off. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, yeah, everything could, was I, very I, close, I on that. but slightly off. Well, because she looked human and like in the games, and this is going to sound super dumb, but like when you're playing the game, Master Chief is in armor. So like you don't, you can suspend your disbelief that he's a human. You know what I mean? Like it's very easy. Like they could slap any old human in there. But Cortana is an AI. And so like you expect her to look less like a human and more like AI. And in this trailer, she just looked a little too human-esque. Maybe that's just a blue chick. Yeah. Yeah. She needed to be more blue. Make her more blue. Yeah, like, like I said, everything blue. was so close, muted. but just weird. And like now that 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 part of it, I did not get excited for. Now, however, there was one thing that really, really piqued my interest, and that was tentacles, guys. Yeah, well, I think the aliens at large, the Covenant, uh, right? But the what, what, Covenant what, what aside, we saw was the flood. The flood are going to be in this the flood. too. I did not yeah. think that they would, in at least in this window that we were going to be getting first i did not think they were going to touch the flood for a while but no it looks like not only are they going to be included but we're going to see parasitic control of humans interacting and that makes for excellent storytelling so that i am excited for well so okay speaking of the control thing at one point i don't remember exactly what she said but the lady in the white who maybe i'm supposed to know who that is but i didn't said that master chief was like programmable basically is that like true is that like in the games is that a thing because i did not think it was they're, at one point standard like, brainwashed soldiers right they're tools. right but i'm 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 99 sure in the trailer at some point she was like we could give him new skills basically like almost like a matrix situation where they just like upload a chip into his brain or something that's the vibe that i got i mean Maybe if I you look wrong, at how the rewatch. games as the games evolved, I mean, you definitely did get new skills, though, especially I think one of the biggest jumps was from the first Halo, I think, to like three or maybe four. And didn't they add like jetpacks and shenaniganery? That was, that that was the Halo Reach. Games? Was yeah, it? So Halo, Halo Reach, they added jetpacks and like they had a bunch of other stuff. The jetpack was like the flashiest one. I, like, I, I get it. But like to add something that large thematically would be big. Uh, I mean, make no mistake, you're getting a lot, if you're a Halo fan, you're getting a lot here. Just in this trailer, I mean, you see a Warthog, you see a Beam Sword, you see, like, all these things, you're like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Like, I'm sure diehard fans of the series probably watched this and thought, okay, like, I'm I'm at least interested in watching it. Like, maybe not excited, but definitely gonna gonna check it out. I'll probably watch it. Like, I, 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 it could be interesting just to see what they wind up doing with it. But there's a lot, like even even the brief scene they showed of him fighting the Covenant. I was like, eh, I don't know, I don't know about that. Him Why walking did it around, look like the the little short kid trying to like get get little, like cookies from bit. his dad. Like, oh, it, oh well, it's too, just, too short. Oh. It, it just like it, there was a lot of would the Master Chief really be that close to the Covenant? Like he's like dancing with them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, and maybe this sure. is sure. No, 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 no. The closeness I'm fine with. But I don't remember playing through the games the height difference being that drastic. It is like, pretty drastic. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it, well, like it, Master it Chief, like a by the way, kid with a bunch of adults, isn't Master Chief like a really big dude in the games? Like yeah, he's purposefully, huge. he's like like six, standing next six, to the other soldiers. Yeah, he towers over them. 
I don't know. There's there, there's some question marks here for me. Like if it was just him walking around shooting stuff and saying badass stuff in the correct voice all the time. Uh, yeah. Where do I sign? Like that that sounds great to me. But but like how entertaining tr- would that be? Because you need you need a story. And I mean, I guess you, you could you just need- do the base level like aliens story. But I think they're definitely angling for like he's going to become cognizant of the fact that he's under control one way yes. or another, whether it's actual control sure. or just like he was brainwashed. And I think a lot of it seems like they're setting this up to deal with a lot of that where he's grappling with, you know, being on his own. And I'm trying to I, remember I like, like I like that. I don't remember I, I like the good. first few Halo games. I feel like up until Halo 2 had a little bit more of a story, but the first Halo I feel like was very bare bones. Like it was just like you're yeah. on this space ring with aliens. Have fun. Good luck. Yeah. You know, not, like not it didn't once. have a ton of story, but not yeah, not once were they like who am I? Like there's none of that was happening I think in Halo 1. I don't know about past that cuz Halo 1 is the only one I played all the way through. But I, I like that aspect of it. I, like, it would be cool for them to get into that. The combat, it scares me a little bit. bit again, based on what we saw. It's it's just, I, I mean, think, tactic what you said, guns, it's a little off. The, the guns, guns look great. Great. Like, when he was, oh, what is the... Battle rifle. I want to call... When, when he picked up the battle rifle at the end, I was like, that's a battle rifle. Like, good job. Yeah, obviously, that's an easy one. Like, needles are going to be interesting, right? I want to. I want to call that. it the mulcher, but it's not the mulcher. The mulcher is from Gears, but the the turrety thing, the sub mini gun. Oh, what, what the hell is that? Well, called? yeah, I don't Help know me. what. I know, I know, I know what you're turret. talking. About. I was going to say, I don't know if there's a name for it. You know, the big Gatling gun thing that he's carrying around at the beginning. Yeah, uh, like yeah, that looked right too. That like, the, they're going that looked really for accuracy. Right. Yeah, I, I I think visually the accuracy is there for the most part. It's just like there's just little little details that they really have to be focused on, and like that's their main job. I'm sure they're thinking about it, but I you don't know. I don't want to come off as so lukewarm on this. I, I'm gonna watch it. I think. Well, I feel like this could be really good or really bad. You could just say cold. By the way, I'm not. I'm not cold. I think I'm legitimately <laughs> lukewarm. What was funny, Nerbomber? What was gonna? What would? Be I think funny? it, it would have oh. been funny if they pulled like a red versus blue. And like they built this up to be this super serious show, but that's just like them dicking around. Yes, yes, I will pay gobs of money for that. Just, just gobs. Now, uh, I have a confession to make. Oh, you never watched it. Never. We don't actually have gobs of money. Oh, I understand the premise, right? It's just just guys in Halo goofing around, right? That's it. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. But yeah. it's definitely like if you can turn your brain off for like a 15, 20 minutes, it's it's worth a, a watch. It feels very it outdated was... now because obviously it was like original Halo graphics. But at the time, it was super funny. It's basically the video game version of a puppet show. Like, is that is, is that a fair <laughs> assessment of what it is? I, yeah. I don't I don't want to diminish diminish what it is because it was a huge deal when it was out. But like. When I think about it now, that's what it was. It was, it was a video game puppet show. And this will have higher production value than, than that, I think. But we'll see. This comes out uh, March 24th. This is coming down the pipe real soon. I actually, I, that was one of the more surprising things about the trailer. I was like, oh, this is raring to go here. So we'll get back to you. I, I, I will, like, I'm pretty sure I still have Paramount Plus. I, I'll, I'll give this a shot. I'll give it the old college try, if only for one episode, just, to, just so I can say that I did, basically. And uh, I'll check back in with y'all. Do you, are you guys Paramount Plusers? Do you have access to this? We are not. We subbed for like a week because we wanted to watch A Quiet Place too, and there was some other movie. But I'm sure there's that stupid rom-com with J-Lo coming out and Owen Wilson. That's hey, wow. hey. Okay, okay. Maybe not. Keep 
keep your mouth shut about my boy owen wilson are you kidding me that trailer looks amazing i know it, yeah this is this is an amazing movie okay. what's it called marry me or something yeah, marry it's me. so dumb it's really stupid <laughs> yeah but like it's it's valentine's day there's nothing better than a really campy rom-com and j-lo and owen wilson are top tier so we'll probably stop me- again for like a month and Maybe we'll still have it in time for Halo. Can you imagine a better cast than Owen Wilson for that? They're like, we need to get a guy who... Who looks like a teacher. He just he looks like a teacher and he's like not really famous, but famous enough. Like he was super famous. He's not now. Like, is that a fair... Is that fair to say about Owen Wilson? I, I, feel, like, I feel like it is. Wasn't I love he just on Loki? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you right. need to shut your mouth. He's, he's still I mean, doing I, great things. <laughs> I, I clearly love Owen Wilson and that's why I attacked you just now. But I was also just trying to put him down. We're, we're about to go full circle to Nerd Bomber telling me to shut my mouth. Can you actually, could you, Nerd Bomber? Tell him, something. Tell him to shut his mouth. Or Owen okay, Wilson stinks. Now you, now you do it. Shut your mouth. I will say, you know, he made a movie that made me cry. So good for him. That's a great Barley movie. I don't even need to ask. Yeah, I don't even need to ask. This movie, this Marry Me movie, I don't even, who came up with that? Like, I, I, I think the reason I feel so strongly about it too is romantic comedies are like my thing. But this might be a bridge too far. Like, it's, it's, my goodness. He is in the audience, and a pop star proposes, she sees him holding up a sign that says, marry me, and she's just like, yeah, let's do it. I can't even, we're, we're sidetracking now, but you should go watch the trailer for that, because that's equally as enthralling as, as the Halo trailer. <laughs> is that, is, like, I think, maybe even more. I'll say it. We're, you know, look, we're a video game entertainment podcast, but that's, that's just who I am as a person. I watched that trailer, and I was... We're in the dark ages of rom-coms. I will say that there aren't many of them and some of them that do come out are like way out there or they're not even comms. They're just rom-droms who masquerade yeah, as I comms. I feel like every time we try a rom-com, I always leave like, oh, now I'm kind of depressed. Cool. <laughs> There's like an existential crisis at the crux of it because it's like this indie movie that is only on Hulu. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you, well, but it's easy. Then you just watch Hitch as a palate cleanser and you feel, you feel better. No, <laughs> yeah, my, it's the golden age of rom-coms cleanser, behind us. Yeah, it definitely is. But my palate cleanser is no strings attached, which I will be watching in about two weeks. So buckle up, Buttercup. Is, now, is that the Ashton, Ashton Kutcher, Kutcher, Mila and, Kunis? No, no, Ashton Kutcher and Nat- Natalie Portman. Well, they, they came out at the Portman. same time. Give me a break. Yeah. The, the same exact movie came out at the same time. Like the, a copy of the movie. I can't remember. The other, the other one's called Friends with Benefits, I believe. Mm-hmm. No like strings Just attached was superior. Like if you don't think no strings attached was superior, you can fight me. I really wish only one of them came out and the other one was a Mandela effect. I really do. I think I think Just Friends was better. Okay, now do it. Okay, never, we're going to fight. Just we're Friends never existed. That's another dimension. You're wrong. I was trying to get you to say shut your mouth, but... We'll, Actually, we'll, the, we'll Just work, Friends work is a different movie altogether. Friends with Benefits was what the is, title, right? Oh, right. Yeah, no, you're right. Just, Just Friends, Friends is a was a movie, movie, though. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're just... I think we should go to break. We're off, we're off the rails <laughs> at this point. Uh, but before we go to break, though... Tactic has an amazing ad read to hit us up with. But before we do, Mr. Stephen Keller, it's that time again where we congratulate us. Congra- no, we congratulate you on the show. We don't congratulate ourselves. That would suck. We congratulate you for being as awesome as you are. Stephen is a Patreon producer on the show. He supports us at the night level. He sits at our rectangular table, square table. We haven't decided. 
Uh, and as a result, he gets this producer shout out. He gets input into the weekly game segment, which I believe Nerd Bomber is hosting this week. And uh, he also gets, of course, access to the monthly secret segment and vlog. The January monthly secret segment was a Spider-Man spoiler cast. So you're missing out on some primo content there. Uh, Nerd Bomber also laid down the vlog this month. And uh, yeah, uh, you're missing out if you're not a knight you can also hit up hit up that content as a squire get access to the monthly secret segment and vlog and the page gets access to the monthly secret segment so for details on any of those levels of support uh, you can head to patreon.com slash online warriors podcast check us out there say hi to steven he's over there yeah thanks to steven and thanks to all of our supporters and uh, we'll take a short break now to shout out a sponsor Well, this is the ad break, and we're back. All right, Tactic, thank you for that. We are going to move right along. Stay, stay in Halo world, kind of. But like, this is see, it's weird because Bungie. When I hear Bungie, I think Halo, right? I guess that's does that me showing my age? I was born in the nineties. Okay, that's just how it is. I mean, Bungie was Halo. They created Halo. Right. But to me, that's what they're, that's like, that's still, I, I don't want to say all that they are, but like, that's the big thing that they are. That's what I know them for. I think a lot of people now would say, no, they're the Destiny people. And, and honestly, like, ironically, I played a bunch of Destiny. I played Destiny 2. Like, I was really into Destiny, into that ecosystem at one point. Sony has struck back here. We, we've been talking, I think we talked last week about Microsoft's buying Activision and Microsoft has already bought Bethesda and they're, they're buying up everybody. And Sony said, hey, me too, man. I'm going to go and I'm going to buy Bungie. This is a chess move. This, this is a solid chess this, move. It, it's a solid chess move. And it's also like, I kind of like have always had this opinion, again, probably because of Halo, that like Bungie, I don't want to say is in Microsoft's pocket because that's over-dramatizing it. But like... I thought Bungie was full of Microsoft boys. You know what I mean? Like I, this, this to me, this kind of comes out of nowhere. I guess you know, reading through the article from IGN, I guess Bungie and Sony have been working closely recently, particularly you know, surrounding things like like Destiny. But they also have another IP that they're working on that no one knows anything about. So that's probably why Sony bought them for the you know to the tune of three point six billion dollars. There's got to be something I know what it is big behind the curtain. It's and I just yeah, want to I just want to lock it in. No, 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 no. It's it's the, it's rock, the rock, the game. <laughs> oh my gosh! His head right. is just steaming. It's just the rock's entire filmography as a game. Uh, boy, that would be something else. Yeah, no. I mean, th- this is. I, I think you're right. This is a chess move. This this is, again. This is Sony saying, "Oh, you think that was big news? Well, here's some big news." Like, and granted, if I'm comparing the Activision sale to the Bungie sale, I mean, Activision is a bigger sale objectively. But this is right. But as you said, Bungie being synonymous to Microsoft, this is a hit to their classic IP, and that's what makes this the pretty solid chess move. You know, this this isn't just a a pawn moves one forward. No, no, this is your rook is is down, looking at the king, saying, "Hey, I see you. I see you. I well, know yeah, you like, castled, but I see you." My initial reaction is that it's kind of like a mind game thing because you know, I the breakup between Bungie and Microsoft. Like, I know it was kind of okay but also fallout okay i don't know anything about that i I don't really remember i just remember like bungie wanted to go off and basically make destiny and microsoft was kind of still from what i remember i could be wrong someone fact checked me but from what i remember microsoft wanted more halo and they were like we want to expand our wings so 
from what I remember, they like bought themselves out or something like that. I don't know that much about the breakup, but then they like paired with Activision, which is funny because now Activision is with Microsoft. And I know for the last little bit, like you said before, they've been for a lot of the Destiny 2 stuff, they were heavily involved with PlayStation in terms of like marketing and all that kind of stuff and like exclusivity deals. But it just, it feels right from the fact that they were obviously working closely with PlayStation, but it just, it seems so interwoven because they had the Microsoft ties, they had the Activision ties. And I think the thing that is more scary to me is that the one Sony, one of the Sony guys released a statement saying like, this is just the beginning. There's more acquisitions coming down the pipeline. And I'm just like, who is left? I know there's like the Japanese companies left, but like who is left at this point? I mean, they still got their knight. Okay. They still got their bishop. They still got a couple pieces. Let me, let me hit you with a scenario that's never going to happen, but I think it's an interesting conversational piece. Also, I quickly Googled Bungie and I haven't found out exactly what, how amicable the split was between them and Microsoft, but let me, let me change the subject. You're saying that they wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. Let's say there were two companies left. One was Sony and one was Microsoft. If you had to make a bet right now, I'll make a 50 cent bet with you. Who acquires who? I think Microsoft just because Microsoft has more money at their disposal because Microsoft isn't just in gaming and devices. Microsoft is ubiquitous with like office software and IT. I mean, Sony made the Spider-Man movies, but so I think you're right. Uh, to be clear, but I think I, I think the companies are equally big. But right now, I actually think that Microsoft has this, the superior position. They got to Game Pass first. I, I do think that like I, I say this as a PlayStation 5 owner, Microsoft got to Game Pass first. And I think that's important. Not just the Game Pass itself, but the fact that they were looking for something like Game Pass and looking to revolutionize in that way before, you know, before PlayStation got to it. So if I were a bet man, I would say Microsoft. Tactic, do you want to take the... Uh, you want to take the underdog, or are you going to say Microsoft as well? We all know the chip manufacturers are the real winners in this party. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't even know Microsoft. who. I mean, okay, yeah, I, I like. I, guess, I mean, I mean hopefully we brainer. don't find out. Hopefully we don't find out if we're right. It's never going to happen. They're no, yeah, no, I could never see. Yeah, I could never see them becoming one big thing. I mean, there's so many like antitrust laws. Yeah, like it, right now, they're big companies buying up other companies, but there's still enough like independent publishers and whatnot out there if you combined sony and microsoft like that that just screams monopoly because who who are the other big players disney i mean even if you from the cost benefit analysis of buying them you get more bang from competition you do ultimately both the consumers and the suppliers benefit so it it wouldn't make sense yeah no I, i it's never gonna happen i just it was just something interesting i guess yeah, what what I want to know what this new IP is. We have no idea, but I I do believe that's why Sony made this made this Bungie purchase. And if anyone knows whether the Bungie Microsoft split was amicable or not, at Online Warriors one, <laughs> at OW Lee Lady six, at OW Tactic, at OW Nerd Bomber, I've reached the limits of my on air research. So I'll let us know. Any gaming historians out there, in particular game publisher historians out there, might be able to fill us in on that. Um, bum bum bum. I think we're heading right into what are you up to wednesday groundhog day edition and i you know i i I kind of i started last week i I tried to steal the show with my with my car accident story so i'm gonna i'm gonna seed the floor to nerd bomber this week to start and uh and get us going so i actually started a new game i started playing kana bridge of spirits which 
is an indie game by Ember Labs. And they were, before they got into video games, they were more known for like animation side of things and like character animations. They have a very like Pixar-ish style of animation. This is their first foray into gaming. And I would say it feels a lot like Breath of the Wild-ish. It's like the worlds are very like calm, magical, mystical, There's a lot of exploring. There's a lot of puzzles. There are enemies to be. There's like melee-ish type combat. And like they do introduce later on like bombs and arrows and that kind of thing for ranged combat. But it's very like based in nature. There's evil kind of spirit anger that you have to dispel to bring peace and calm to the earth. And essentially your role as Kana is... You know, you're a spirit guide, so you're guiding, you know, troubled spirits on into the next world. And you do that by, you know, using your magical powers and these little cute little adorable dudes called Rot, who I freaking love. They're so cute. You give them little hats. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Can I just tell you, anytime I'm in the same room as her playing, she stops me and goes, hey, 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 look at my Rot. Look at my rots. Look at them. Just look at them. Look how cute they are. And like she zooms into basically the eyeball of one and it's just like, look, look how cute. Do you see how cute? Do you see how cute? They're, they They're are. called They're rot, pro- rots? Yeah. <laughs> that name confuses me. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, because they're basically well. supposed to be, you know, little balls who eat bad negative energy and things. So they like, I don't know. I don't really understand the name of it either, but they're super helpful. There's no need to read into it, I guess. Pick a gross sounding name for a cute thing. How's Rot? Perfect. But like the... (laughs) There you go. The graphics are super gorgeous. The puzzles are not super difficult, but just kind of fun because it encourages a lot of exploration. It's a very cutesy game. I will say that the story, I mean, obviously we're talking about guiding spirits and, you know, calming their their anger and whatever issues they have so that they can like pass on that is like surprisingly very heavy i don't know why like i guess i didn't really think anything of it can bridge of spirits i should have maybe read a little bit more into it but i just thought it would be like a silly kind of fun game and it, it gets it gets heavy i will say but it's still overall for especially for a first time game dev studio like super fun game really enjoying it so far It's not a super long game either. It's like, I think, 10 hours to complete, um, maybe halfway through. But, you know, it utilizes, I'm playing on the PS5, so it's utilizing all, like, the dual sense fun stuff. Like, you draw your arrow, and you've got the the trigger resistance and all that kind of stuff. And graphically, just super gorgeous. So if that sounds up your alley, definitely check it out. It's not super expensive. I think if you don't get the physical edition, I think it's only like 39 bucks. If you do get the physical edition, it's 50. So it's not like your full cost game either. And I'm sure it'll go on sale. Right on. Okay. I'm swinging on in. Okay. I was busy this past week. This is two for two. I am just tons of stuff to do around these, these parts. So the first thing I want to talk about is we watched Venom Let There Be Carnage. And I have to say the first one was better, but this It's really starting to build into the world that Sony is anticipating. There was, and this isn't really a spoiler if you've seen Spider-Man No Way Home, but there was an end of credits scene that explains why he was in the end credits scene of Spider-Man No Way Home. It validates that it was that the symbiotes are one hive mind, so if one symbiote knows Peter Parker, then they all know Peter Parker. And it basically brought that all together. So yes, folks, we can fully expect an Andrew Garfield, 
Tom Hardy Venom show. But the interesting thing is, is he is full on going into the anti-hero role. So I really, really hope that in that universe, he is Agent Venom. So potentially look forward to that, folks. That's really exciting. The second thing I want to talk about is, again, and this is something I've been working on every week as you know parts come in and such, my drone. So I've really finished the build and I've moved on to the software phase. And the flight controller I picked is one that I can download open source flight controller software. So the software I'm using is what's called Betaflight. And let me tell you, this software is absolutely wild. I plugged it into my computer and it has a whole graphical interface. If I lift up my drone on my desk, it's it's showing a, an, an image of it physically changing its orientation through the gyroscope data, which is wild. I can activate the motors, change their speed all through my my mouse and keyboard. And that just is the coolest thing that I can just interface with this thing right on my desk through the software. So absolutely excited about that. You got to send me a Snapchat because you sent me a Snapchat of the motors running. I want a Snapchat of that graphical interface where you can see it changing orientation. That sounds it's visually wild. stimulating. Yeah, it's absolutely so, wild. And, and it's a great tool for, for debugging. So one of the things with drones is you need to have two propellers spinning clockwise, the other two spinning counterclockwise. So this way they cancel out the net torque and the thing just doesn't spin like a crazy thing. It, it needs to be torsionally balanced so that there is, you know, right. it's no different than a helicopter. And right. so what I'm using this tool for is I'm going and, and turning on each motor, making sure that I have two clockwise, two co- counterclockwise. And those are the kind of steps that I'm going to be sharing with you guys in my videos later on when I finally make them to make sure to in- that you include before you go on your first flight. But yeah, the software is absolutely wild. Check out Betaflight videos if you're just marginally interested because it is just the coolest and it's all open source. It's it's great. It's It's a community. It's awesome. And then the last thing was I started playing Pokemon Legends of Arceus and this game is everything that Pokemon should have should have been all along. I when I tell you I got punched in the face by a Pokemon that I did not see coming, I got punched in the face. It was great. I I was just chilling like, "Oh, my they're over there. They're not going to bother me. I'm a person." Nope. They punched me. And they punched me hard. That was, was great. Was uh, I don't remember what it was. That was great. I went toe I went toe to toe with a with a with a scyther, dodging and like ducking and throwing stuff at it. It was nuts. This game is so fun. I again recommend Off the that. Chain. Yeah. It's just and and I hate to keep beating the reference of Breath of the Wild, but yeah, the it has those aspects. It's got that type of gameplay. And more importantly, it still has the things you love about Pokemon, right? You have your three starters, you you're still raising, evolving, and things like that. So it's it's a good time, guys. So far, so good. I'm only a couple hours into it, but I am very much enjoying it. And that's my man. Rave reviews coming from the Nerd Bomber Technic household. I'm gonna I'm gonna add a review that I, I, well, I don't know if it's I don't know if it's rave, but we're really enjoying it so far in our household. We have started the show Succession on HBO Max. I've heard a lot Nerd of Bomber stuff was, about was, that. Yeah, you were grilling me before about what show I was watching and I was being cagey and I was, I'm actually surprised you didn't come up with it because it's like, I heard so much about this show. Like there was a point, I think like around when season two came out or something where like everyone was talking about this show. It's won a bunch of Emmys. It's been nominated for a bunch of Emmys and I'll be the first to say like, yes, when you watch the show, you're like, I understand because like from the outside looking in, 
my attitude and opinion for a long time towards it was okay how interesting can a bunch of rich rich folks be because that's what the show's about basically the answer is very interesting and very funny and very darkly sinister and like a lot of good performances a lot of great writing this is adam mckay who did don't look up and uh big short and a bunch of other things i really love and also like anchorman will ferrell like executive produces this show it's a very interesting show through and through if you have hbo max it's worth at least a a, a look i'm sure it's not for everyone the tone of the show is very unique i've never seen another show like it uh so i'd recommend that i have a very important question for you before you move on i would love it technic is gonna hate me so my mom is convinced that Tectic looks like one of the characters in Succession. Kenny. Oh, you know what? Well, so it's is this very true? F- funny that you say that because I want to say it was episode one. My fiance said, "Oh, there's Tectic." Well, she said, "You know, she said your 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 non your non podcast name." But this is a true thing. Am I like gonna shout from the rooftops that they look alike? No, but yes, it's it it's a thing for sure. They do look alike. Uh, okay, and he's he a likable character. Uh, is he a well, likable character? So when you watch that show, you will understand there is there are no likable characters. It's one of those shows. Everyone is terrible. Everyone's a terrible person on that show. He is an amazing actor, and he is the main character. That much I can tell you pretty definitively. Well, that sounds um, about spot on to my life. At, I am at the least main character <laughs> of this show going on. At least for the duration of season one, he is without question the main character, and he does look like you. There's no question about it. So your mom watches Succession? My parents do. Yeah, my mom loves it. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's 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 pretty spellbinding stuff. Three seasons are out. I think there's more to come. We're midway through season two. We're burning through it pretty quickly. We have Archive 81 waiting in the wings for when we're done with this one because we'll probably finish it up pretty quick. The other thing I have going on is I've been churning. Well, that, that, that sounds that makes it sound like it's bad. It's not bad at all. Spider-Man Miles Morales is really good. Okay, it's it's like I've come around. It's 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 exactly as good as the first one was. Uh, certain things about it might even make it better. I am when I say churning through, what I mean is I am a completionist. So like I I think I'm in the middle of the final story mission in the game right now, but I've completed pretty much everything else. Like I went out and got every suit, upgraded myself pretty much as far as I could, and so I'm approaching a crossroads. I don't know if I publicized on the podcast yet, but I of course told Nerd Bomber when it happened. I recently came into possession of a copy of Mass Effect Legendary Edition. I, I also so have stoked. Deathloop. So so I'm 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 at a real impasse here. Like I, I actually think I might do Mass Effect next. I think I'm I think I'm in a good headspace for it right now. You have to give me the play by play as you play it. As as unadvi- as inadvisable, unadvisable, whichever the word may be. As inadvisable as it might be, I because Deathloop I'm sure is a shorter game. I, I think I might go to Mass Effect next. So Nerd Bomber, expect to expect to hear from me. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say that much i have been waiting literally I know, years for this moment i can feel the airwaves humming uh with your excitement right now and honestly it gives me strength i respect and appreciate it so the day has finally come it appears so shed a tear hold your breath do whatever you need to do that's that that's it for me so we can we can head into uh our game segment now and uh nerd bomber i think you have something cooked up for us this week as usual i have no idea what it is well it is shakira's birthday on the day this episode comes out shakira 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 her hips her hips are known to be truthful yeah they do not lie a picture of veracity they're the most frank hips i've ever seen you better believe it the questions aren't about her hips i don't know what use i'm gonna be but let's 
let's, let's give it a whirl. There are unfortunately no questions about her hips, but I do think I have some pretty good ones here. So Unreal. always, like always, Price is Right style here. If you go over, mm. you bust. Whoever is closest without busting gets the point. I have five and a tiebreaker. So let's get right into it. First question. How old was Shakira when she wrote her first song? And we'll have a legal start this one. Give Tactic a little bit of an advantage because he lost last year. Seven. Final answer, Bob. No, this was young, but not that young. She was she was 14. Illegal, I feel like you know more Shakira facts than you let on. She was eight was years she old seven? when she wrote her first <laughs> song. So you were like right there. And, and you... the song and the song was Hips Don't Lie. Right? <laughs> Turn like that. <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> okay, wow. That's what a boy, what a start. Thank you, Shakira. So she wrote her first song when she was eight, but she didn't make her English language debut until she was a little bit older. In what year did she release her first English language album? I'm going to say 1995. 1996. I'm using my plus one strategically. And your plus one came in handy here. Her album, Laundry Service, which was her fifth album, came out in 2001. And that's the album that's known for her hit single, Whenever, Wherever, Women to Be Together. We're not, we're not, okay. (laughs) You guys, you you guys are are both, if I may, definitively passable Shakira impersonators. Well, thank you. You I practiced. I'm I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah, strategic. That was that was strategery right there. Uh, using my plus one, I feel like I wasted my plus one a lot. I'm not going to do that this week. So, tactic, uh, look out. I don't know. Okay, according to Mensa International, what is Shakira's IQ? Oh boy. Well, if they if they have her IQ on file, it's got to be high. The question then becomes how high? One thirty six. One thirty six. I don't know what the range of IQs is. Yeah, I, I I was fumbling with that too. I took a shot. What can I say? 137, I guess. What do I got to lose? The plus one comes in handy again. So her IQ is 140, which classifies her <sighs> as having, quote unquote, crazy with it. very superior intelligence. 140 is pretty high, guys. I think genius, like if you're like above like 145 or one, I want to say Einstein was in the 150s. If you're like in the 145 to 150 range, you're like, yeah, you got, you got big brain. So good for you, Shakira. Your brain don't lie either. IQ test. The internet. I don't know, actually. It's a really good question. I'd like to do it. I think it'd be interesting. I'm scared. Because once and for all, see how stupid I am. I feel like I'll get an IQ of like one and I'll be like, oh. And then I'll just. I, believe, hope I, I hope I get a crazy low one. Then I'd be like, ha, "How did I get here in life?" <laughs> well, I think I think it's like I think it's like the SATs where if you just write your name, you get a certain number of points. Because like I think like if you're like I think like the lowest you can get is like sixty or something. So getting a one would be a, a true achievement. Good for you, Shakira. She's got big brains and also a big library. Early in 2021, Shakira sold the rights to her catalog of songs to the hip good i'm not pronouncing this right hypnosis song fund and it's How, pronounced hip hyphen gnosis no it's actually it's spelled very strange h-i-p-g-n-o-s-i-s how many no, that's songs just, that's just obnoxious yeah I, I struggled with that how many songs were in her catalog and what year was this and how many how much money did she sell it for uh i'm not they didn't give a money figure um, I think they said it paid royalties for like 25 years, but this was early in 2021. Okay. This right, was 72 songs. No more plus ones. This is, this is big boy stuff. It was way more than 72. You gotta be, 
You got to be joking me. I'm 120. Illegal takes this question and he takes the game. She has 145 songs, or at least had in 2021, in her repertoire. I thought you said she donated like you, points, I don't think baby. I understood the question, if I'm being honest. She sold the rights <laughs> to her catalog of songs. Why? Uh, for money. money. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's plenty of reasons. Get him off the books. I guess you I'll know. be there and you'll be here. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, all right. G- give us the last question here just for, you know. Just for sugars and giggles. Yeah, I was gonna say Ew. it, but then I, I I stopped myself all the way. You stopped. We both know what you way. put. We really you really put in your snacks, and it's not sugars. So. <laughs> all right. Well, for the final question, Shakira won a Grammy Award for her MTV Unplugged live album. How long was that album? Oh, in minutes. In minutes and seconds. Oh, that's easy. That's Cakewalk. This was 130 minutes and 52 seconds. Oh. That's a long concert, man. I honestly, you might be right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the under. I'm just gonna say one, just because I, I think that's a long concert. That is a really long concert. Could you imagine for singing for like two hours? It was. I was only... gonna say tight ninety. Man, I got spanked. Yeah, it, it was it only fifty seconds. minutes and thirty three seconds long. Right on the hips. I think that's a short concert. In fairness, I would have said a tight ninety. I think I think a tight ninety is a respectable length concert because it's not all songs. In the middle, you like. Shoot the breeze with the with the audience, you know, dull out dull out some of the feel goods, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I'll take the win. Shakira, you're great. You know, I I, I actually like I haven't listened to much Shakira. I listened to that song she did with Wyclef Jean. Hips don't lie, of course. I saw her on the Super Bowl halftime show, which oh boy, that was her and J Lo. That was something special. That's I, I, I'm just gonna say that. Um, but I'll be hosting the quiz next week. Nerd Bomber and Tectic. We'll be going mano a mano. Update on the quiz tracking. Uh, guys, your boy is undefeated so far this year. I'm 3-0. Tactic drops to 1-2. Nerd Bomber at 0-2. No, I, I've won. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't be hosting if I didn't win. Yeah. I, I didn't update it. I guess you're right. I won the Wayne Gretzky um, one. Well, I don't know if that means Tactic is 1-2 or 1-3. I'm going to leave it at 1-2 because that, that's more interesting. And also, I will try to be more diligent about how I update the quiz tracker. But... Either way, it's been a great week. Happy Groundhog Day. Be safe out there. Go to, you know, gra- party for Groundhog Day, but do it responsibly, people. Uh, that's not, I'm going to turn it over to Tectic here for some advice, but yeah, this is that's an my personal one. advice. Okay. So yeah, the, weather's getting, the weather's going to start getting warmer if, if spring does in fact come early and you're going to be able to boot. And if anyone ever comes up to you and says, hey, you know, I just want to be frank with you, ask to see their license and registration just to be sure that they're not giving you a fake name. Thanks for joining us. We will see you next week.